0: Welcome to Bid Nerd, your daily nerd out on the most interesting car of the day from all the automotive enthusiast auction sites. My name is John Polnick. I'm your host. Coming to you from Las Vegas, the Container Park in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada, along with my partner, Michael Deeb, coming to you from San Francisco, where yeah. it's cold. What Always. is up, Michael Deeb? How are you, look, sir? Look at this. I still got my farmer
1: tan from, uh, <clears throat> from Monterey hanging out with you down there in Monterey. And all of the Nerd Herd at Work's reunion, which was so much fun, and seeing all the old friends, it definitely felt like a reunion. Even though I did go to Monterey last year, I felt like I saw five people. Whereas in Monterey this year, I couldn't walk 10 feet without seeing five people who I hadn't seen in a long time. So to everybody that I got to say hello to, and to all the people I missed, I had a blast. It was great going down with you and Yuri, seeing the professor and everybody else it was really fun
0: yeah man it was kind of a an amazing culmination from a big old road trip that i went on it wasn't the very end of my road trip i still had to go from there uh and make my way back to vegas in a in a you know 40 year old car with no ac uh but uh had a great time shout out to all the people that we saw there uh ben the professor of course uh the most notable uh thanks for the invite sorry i couldn't take you up on that uh, ben we had a great things you know
1: shout out to jeff harley like one of my best friends in the whole wide world who i stayed with and saw for like all of three minutes like i stayed at his place and i don't think i spent five minutes with the guy i feel terrible he really wanted me to go to pebble i was exhausted and uh so after concorso and showing a car all day with yuri the alpha 8c that belonged to rafi i was wiped we you know i got up at six in the morning like three days in a row and i had nothing left so anyways i feel like i irish goodbye to everybody in monterey but i still had fun while i was down there
0: man you're making me want a coffee uh because uh, i'm feeling drained just thinking about the last week uh but it's uh, great to be back in the studio with all of you uh listen do us a favor subscribe like hit the notification button what are you doing you're a nerd if you're watching the show yeah. if you're here uh you need to do your part and you know spread the word share a nerd Grow the herd. Make it happen. Come on. Look, Michael Deeb has that big stupid fist. Look. Look! Look what! Look what he got me. Oh, cousin Mark hooked you up. Look Come at that! On, smash, smash! Smash the like the button! Like button! I Subscribe! Hate that, I hate that phrase. Smash the like button, but you really <laughs> should do that if you haven't already. Uh, we really appreciate you guys being being fans of the show. <laughs> and, uh, we saw a bunch of them. Uh, yeah, we did. Shout do. out to a bunch of our a bunch of our fans. All three of them. Mike, uh, Mike, and yeah. Jerome yep it was every single person that watches the show at works reunion it feels yep. like, because we only both have of eight them eight people watching um <laughs> yeah. all right guys uh let's get to the car today uh today's car is gen i mean boy oh this is definitely interesting there's no way you could say that this is not one of the most interesting cars on look all the at all that Enthusiast look at what that. are we looking at michael deep
1: jp i i i'm guessing you probably don't know exactly what this car is I, even looking at it there's no way you can tell there's so many cool parts of this car basically on bring a trailer is this 1972 Porsche 911 T and in 1970 oh good God it's gonna take me a minute to figure this out in 1978 they sent the car a 911 T they sent it back to Porsche and Porsche has a department called Porsche Works One where it's you're basically you're a customer to the racing department and so if you send the car to porsche works one uh, a guy who was a regular rally competitor in the scca sent this car over in 78 and got it back the same year and basically porsche did the makeover and turned this into a safari uh, albeit now a works rally car by essentially issuing the the 2.2 liter motor and dropping in a 3 liter rs motor uh, a 3 liter flat 6 with an mfi and high butterfly throttle bodies i'm guessing this car probably makes somewhere close to 300 horsepower um i think they rebuilt the uh 915 gearbox they did all the adjustable suspension and the light bar and all this stuff they sent it back to this guy And he campaigned the car from the 1979 through the 1983 seasons. And what's cool is in 83, when he was done, he sold the car to the car's second owner. And the second owner could go road register it because it's still a 72 911T. So even in California, you can hang a plate off this car. Can you imagine, John? You can hang a plate off this car and it's a road legal car according to the numbers according to the department of traffic in the u.s and the dmv in california i just think this is just one of the coolest cars so you're talking about four racing seasons in the scca rally and he also raced it in another series that's less uh known but i love that that this was a a factory safari makeover and that they're the ones that built this car and there is documentation that accompanies this car uh this car was also parked at laguna seca in the bring a trailer alumni parking uh display at the track so i think a lot of people i'm guessing thousands of people saw this car over the last week parked at laguna seca and so here it sits on bring a trailer um just a, a a really really interesting car. I imagine a ton of fun to drive, but the provenance on this sets it. it I, bring me the coolest safari builds. Um, our friend Kelly Smith is building some incredible cars, uh, JP. That you can elaborate on. I think they're in Wisconsin with that uh, um, that really great uh, group of guys that are making some cool cars up there. But yeah, come I mean, on Kelly between Moss you and me. Is,
0: yeah, what's that?
1: Yeah, you know, between you and me, wouldn't you rather have this more beat up like? issue the vanity like forget the vanity let's just make a car that goes in the snow or goes in the dirt or whatever like i just think this is the coolest damn car uh of of all of them when it comes to safaris so this to me was the most interesting john i'll let you take it away sky's the limit on this one where would you go with a factory rebuild i mean i i guarantee you you and i will be off by over a hundred thousand dollars on the final value on this car and will we see the real value will it sell
0: yeah didn't 72s have the oil flap on the on the quarter panel?
1: Yeah, but if they put a new uh if they put a new wide fender uh, on it, yeah. Wide fender on it, maybe they moved the tank to the front, I'm guessing, to help yeah. with weight balance, you know. It's, Although yeah. the tank was in the front, but maybe they did the filler in the front because of uh the motor and all those stuff. I'm guessing, but you're right. You're absolutely right.
0: Little 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 nerd detail there. You know, the thing that strikes mm-hmm. me about this car is not just how obviously freaking cool this is. I mean, Mm. it's shocking to me to think that this existed this whole time and didn't get thrown away. Um, because look, you know, safaris are all the rage now, uh, crossovers, SUVs, but you think about in the seventies and eighties, the idea of taking a normal car and going off road is, was just, Absurd, especially in America. You know, it, so uh, it, it reminds me of the Eagle. Uh, remember the, the AMC Eagles uh, of the of the late seventies and early eighties. One, of, some of the ugliest cars ever made, but they were the early crossovers, and they just weren't real well received. They were so far ahead of their time. Do you remember the AMC Eagle it was like a four door yep. wagon that was, yep. you know, it was basically a safari car from the factory. Uh, it was it was a crossover, um, but they, everyone was just like, what is that? The general public mm-hmm. just couldn't put their brain around something like that. Right. Uh, so here's a 911, which everyone knows what a 911 is. I can't imagine something like this being driven around, even in California or wherever this car was being driven around. Uh, I can't imagine this car being received well until, you know, at the soonest 10 years ago. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. People, but I mean... This is- but but even as a even as a toy you're talking
1: about a privateer who went and and campaigned this car for four seasons in the scca with a car that was essentially a works car even though he wasn't on a works team and you know he had moderate success as a privateer but like porsche went back and raced they they like this car has the seeds of all the ingredients that went into do you remember john that really rare car the 911 scrs do you remember that rare car that was Mm. essentially like a a works rally car Mm. you know things that are in this car porsche put into their own car and sold and and campaigned and so porsche went and raced it that car and like 82 and 83 and 84 yeah, to try know, and pick up know, wins where this guy missed. That's
0: not that's not my point at all. I mean, I I, yeah, no, I, know. I, I agree with you on all that stuff. I yeah. mean, look at the 959, the greatest mm-hmm. Porsche of all time. That car was built as a Dakar rally car, right? right. So Porsche as a factory um, definitely understands the value of these you know, rally-type vehicles. Uh, the thing that's weird, though, is that, you know, they just— it's that it's that ten, fifteen, twenty years that this car lived in between the first however many you know years that it was right. being raced and loved, and then till the mid aughts when safaris became in vogue again. The, right. You know how many beautiful, amazing nine-elevens, just regular nine-elevens, were just like pitched aside because they were kind of cheap for the longest yep. time. Uh, the fact that this thing made it through the '90s, the fact that this thing made it through, you know, when I mean, think about it. In the '90s and the late '80s, they were taking old '911s and making slant noses out of them, or forward dating old ones to try to make them look like a new car. This car, you know, I, I guess the, the the fact that it was an actual race car is the only thing that saved it because some, you know, nobody nobody took this thing and tried to make it look modern or or tried to change it in any way. Well, uh, and it's and just just that- spectacular.
1: To that point, the point I'm trying to make is that I think you could say this car is the father of the SCRS and the grandfather of cars like the 959, the Dakar sure. Works cars that Porsche wound up having success with all around the world. And so as such, it seems to me that at least a handful of custodians that might have had their hands on this car realized what it was or maybe how important it, what it was and and resisted the temptation to do the things that you suggest a lot of Thank happened to most God cars. this yeah. thing survived. Thank Absolutely. God this thing survived. You Absolutely. know, and
0: it's it's crazy because you got cars like this, uh, and you know they've inspired. So you had mentioned our friend Kelly Smith, who mm-hmm. is uh, who has Kelly. Moss racing uh, in Wisconsin, <laughs> yeah, no it's relation. Confusing. Uh, you know, he has some uh, a couple of cars being built there, and Kelly Moss is known for these spectacular off-road, uh, rally cars. 911s. Uh, and you know, they've inspired some other. Uh, there, I mean, there's other safaris on bring a trailer, like right now. Uh, there's this <laughs> 964, um, and you know, you look at that car that we were just talking about, and you look at something like this, and you're just like. How did you get this ugly monstrosity from <laughs> the greatness that was built before? What were you doing, dude? This sucks. Look at this, this is
1: a vanity build. This guy is not going to go get it dirty. Why would you Why would you Safari a Target that doesn't make any sense? Your the whole idea of Safari is to go drive it in dirt and sand and there's no way this guy wants his interior dirty. He's got quilted suede driving seat, John. I mean, this is the vanity build if ever there was one. Boy, sometimes the pendulum swings way to the other side of the spectrum, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, this this car just kind of makes me angry. Look at these. Look at <laughs> what kind of sensibilities said. That's yeah, a flex capacitor.
1: You could travel through
0: time. What is happening, dude? And with the gold. I OK, you know, Kelly Moss makes some amazing off-road cars. This isn't one of them. Let's make sure we nope. don't. Yeah, uh, let's make sure we don't uh, confuse that. Look, it's in a pretty interesting um yeah. collection of cars or whatever but yeah I mean it's so you think about what Porsche did so long ago and now the Safari thing is all the rage and I've said it on this show I've said it on other shows um, I kind of follow along with uh, our good friend uh, Elon Musk who is a big friend <laughs> of the show we hang out with him oh, all yeah. the time uh-huh. uh, he doesn't know we exist uh, but uh, In space. yeah like yeah he shot he, he said probably 10 years ago that in the future uh, owning a car will be like owning a horse is now, you know, it's something that only enthusiasts would do people that have the space. I mean, if you own a horse, you have to have property and a horse ranch and, and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah. I've said in the past that it's like, I think that the last bastion of automotive enthusiasm will be off-road vehicles because All the stuff that's on the road is going to have to be patched into the grid and the AI and all the safety, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. We can get into that stuff some other time. But the only place where all those things won't exist is out in the dirt. Uh, So a car like this, you know, we always talk about how Porsche is always ahead of their time We're Porsche fanboys, boy, they were really ahead of their time with this one.
1: Unbelievable. So cool. So, so cool. I think this car is really interesting. That being said, I have no idea how to begin to quantify the value of this car, because it in the end, John, something is only worth what somebody will pay for it. So is there enough written here? Is the audience large enough? Is the economy strong enough to support what this essentially a consigner is hoping to achieve at the moment? John, our car is sitting at two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars with just a couple days to go on six bids. let me pull it up one more time and see yeah it hasn't really budged since uh we teed it up but anyway I kind of think that this car might fail to bring what it might actually be worth based on its provenance or maybe what the the owner is hoping to get so I'm going to go four hundred thousand dollars and say that it fails to sell at that number and that in all likelihood, the consigner is looking to get six hundred thousand dollars and up. If the owner is thinking six hundred grand or seven hundred fifty grand, that wouldn't surprise me. If that guy is thinking eight hundred to a million dollars or more, I don't think it's going to happen because there wasn't a Porsche. Uh, You know, it wasn't a, a Porsche? Didn't race the car. A, 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 a privateer raced the car, and it didn't. Did, as far as I could tell, it didn't really win anything. It's just it. It's the seeds that that you know essentially sprouted a really great lineage in the 80s and 90s of rallying for porsche um, and sports car racing around the world so just really cool stuff here and i think it's worth some money could be half a million dollars but i don't think they'll see it so my bid to you john is 400 grand and i'm going to stand on that and say it fails to sell at that number because i think it's probably worth more than that
0: yeah i think your analysis is spot on a 73 rs how much is that worth? That's a dead man's car. Yeah, three, three quarters. Dollar, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Three quarters of a million
0: dollars or Wait, more. A, a real one is only a 73 worth three RS. Quarters of, a real yeah. 73 RS is only worth three quarters yeah. of a million dollars. Yeah. A lightweight will bring over a million bucks. Okay. A 73
1: RS, you can get one for 750, 800 grand.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So this car um, is certainly more rare than those. Uh, yeah. It has the same powertrain. It's got the fender flares. Are the fender flares from this an RS fender flare? I mean, what fender flares? I'm sure they are.
1: I bet they are. I'd be willing to bet they are.
0: Are, are did these get stamped out from the same die set that we were able to put our hands right. on in yeah time when we uh when we were yeah. there in germany a few years ago at the porsche yeah. classic round table um
1: chances are the answer is yes because yeah. it was the the base car was a 72 t was a narrow body so yeah. yes i'm gonna go yes strong okay. yes at the factory for sure
0: i mean just that just that ducktail in aluminum is worth more than probably my 911. Um, okay, so what's it worth? I'm with you. I, I actually think, you know, six months ago when things were a raging, um, mm-hmm. this car uh, may have bought a million bucks. I mean, it's just that things were so crazy, um, yep. but I think they're calming down. Um, I agree with you that uh, this thing should be worth way more than half a million bucks. Uh, I'm going to park it at half a million. I'm going to go $100,000 okay. over. You. you said what, Four hundred?
1: I said four hundred. You're going to say five hundred.
0: I'm going to go a hundred thousand dollars more than you, and kind of that agree. be a record. I think it's going to, <laughs> yeah. It's the highest thing. highest that yeah. Uh, I I think, yeah. I mean, there's just no comps. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Real RS is like you said, three quarters of a million dollars. Um, so this car is cooler to me than any '73 RS to me personally. I, I the rally thing is awesome. Okay, uh, but I, I have to quantify. I think it'll. I think <clears throat> it'll fail to sell
1: okay i have to quantify my my answer because i said 400 grand it'll fail to sell at that price this is a no reserve auction it's staring me mm. right in the face and i didn't even mm. i didn't even pay attention to that so this car is gonna sell so Whoa. if it's 400 or 500 it's gonna sell Th- this this guy is at least smart enough to say okay the market is going to dictate what it's worth i don't you know like i'm not married to what it's going to bring it, my guess is he probably bought it for 100 grand 10 years ago or something when when nobody gave a shit you know what i mean um so this will be interesting so uh i'm gonna stand on my 400 i i think it'll bring a little more than that knowing that everybody knows it's gonna sell so your 500 is probably right on the money um but we'll see if it's light or not it certainly got some attention this week being parked at the track uh i think that was a really uh, shrewd move to bring it down there for the week so let's see what happens this will be interesting to watch so
0: there you go let's see how much do you think this stupid one's gonna sell for
1: oh that's a good question um i think probably get up to about it's at sixty five thousand now it closes in a couple of days um i say it probably brings twice that like 125 or something and i think it probably fails to sell at that price but who knows who cares
0: i don't even think this thing breaks 80 i think it's, you
1: don't think so i bet I somebody does just,
0: uh, the sensibilities are so wrong on this car even I mean, this is just. This right. is I'm going to write down. I'm going to write down your
1: guess just in case we review both answers. So, 80 grand. I say 125, but I still think it fails to salt 125. I bet this guy wants more than that. Yeah, he's trying I mean, to get this- his money out of it. He's never going to
0: this car just, this is the slant nose of the future right here. This is going to be, people are going to be like, look at what people did to nine elevens back then. I mean, you can do yeah. it right and they're awesome. This is sure. it. All right, guys, what do you think? Tell us in the comments below. That was kind of a half-assed two for Tuesday. I don't even know if it's Tuesday when we publish this thing. Uh, but uh, Safari build Porsches. Uh, yeah. Is it a fad? Is it going away? Um, is it really, did Porsche have a crystal ball in the future and, say that they know that 50 60 70 years in the future there would no no longer Here, be roads to drive here's a safari analogy
1: on. a safari analogy is it an oasis or a mirage
0: look at this guy he's being all fancy all right what do you guys think <laughs> Well, hit the subscribe like and notification button right now and we're going to tell you just what happens with this auction right after this <laughs> Okay, guys, I want to tell you about Vegas Auto Fest. The drivers are coming. This is one of our big sponsors. It's the biggest car show of the year in Las Vegas. It's one of the coolest car shows you can possibly experience anywhere. If you haven't made plans to be part of Vegas Auto Fest on September 17th, then do it now. Go to VegasAutoFest.com and register your car you think you're a car enthusiast doesn't matter where you live plan a trip to vegas on september 17th and come out and see this show it's like monterey car week all in a day have you ever been to the quail have you ever been to works reunion have you ever been to amelia island all those car shows are amazing and great if you've been to Luftcult, sure but vegas auto fest is something special make a plan for september 17th we'll see you in vegas Welcome back to the show, guys! Bid nerd, daily nerd on the most interesting car of the day from all the automotive enthusiast auction sites. Did you hit that subscribe button? I sure hope you did, because <laughs> uh, you're a nerd and you deserve to be part of the herd. Uh, you need to know <laughs> when the latest nerds are available. Hey, okay, so we this car is pretty crazy. Uh, we just time traveled into the future for you. You've been that was watching fast. this episode, <laughs> yeah. Um, so what happened, uh, Michael Deeb? This is a pretty darned amazing car. And yeah. uh, why don't you talk about it? I'm trying to get it up on screen, and we're having some issues here. Uh, JP, we're
1: go. talking about the, the rally car. This guy had a 911T, sent it to Germany, and Porsche did this thing that they call. Let me just read it to you again because I had never heard of it before this. They sent the car to Zuffenhausen to the racing department and they performed a Porsche Works One project where they rebuilt the car to essentially RS specifications. They made a Safari car. Michael
0: Deep, was- I gotta I gotta I gotta break I gotta break in here. How long have we been doing the show? You and I are time travelers. Yeah. Right? The people just saw this i know but it's they still know so what cool. it is you're going it's... over the same stuff we just <laughs> talked about a minute yeah. ago for you guys if you're watching the show it's been a week since we've talked about this thing so uh, yeah. we're reminding ourselves forget yeah. it they know what the <laughs> car is we get it okay talk about the results man oh boy all right well we
1: did good this car was a no reserve auction jp i said four hundred thousand dollars you took the over at 500 grand that hundred grand might be the biggest spread between our bids Our car, no reserve, sold for $350,000. And when you consider all the extra zeros on the number of this car, I'd say I was pretty close. And I'd say you really weren't that far away. $350,000 seems like a deal for what is essentially a Safari RSR built by the factory. Um, I would say this car was incredibly well bought. Uh, It's also worth noting there was only 22 bids on this car. I would say, considering the interesting and amazing provenance of this car, that's not a lot of action. So I wonder if the consigner is happy with this number. He certainly had some cojones to do this thing, no reserve. Uh, but there's not a lot of comps. I wonder if even he knew what it was worth. So there you go, 350 grand. That's all it took to get uh, what almost one of one car from the factory at Porsche. I'd say that's a screaming deal for the money. What do you think?
0: You know, I know Kelly Moss uh, Racing is charging that for one of their versions of it, one of their modern versions. Is a modern version better than this? Uh, Functionally, probably, uh, but... Is it as cool as this? Hell no. This oh, well. is an original car. This was built by the factory. I yeah, am so pretty darn shocked by this result. Um, this is one of those things where, where just, you know, the market, people are going to scratch their heads and go, oh, market softening or this, that and the other. But we're seeing results for other cars that are still we're still seeing some pretty big records on other stuff. Um I, I think this car, uh, as much as Bat is a great platform for selling stuff, uh, I think this car needed to be probably at one of those Sotheby auctions or Italian, or something man. you know something live you know Barrett Jackson. This this car needed to be on TV. This car I I thought at half a million dollars. I kid you not. I thought that was low. Um, yeah. so, uh, you know, I mean, again, cause we were talking about before the break, how much, a uh, 73 RS would be, um, yeah. you know, those are three quarters of a million dollars. So, okay. I get that there are fewer people that want something like this, but doesn't, doesn't a Jerry Seinfeld or some other person or, you know, somebody, that ha- if you have a dead, dead person car, right? Jerry, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld calls a 73 RS a dead person car. Cause the only way you get one is if someone dies, um, this seems like a car that fits that category, maybe even more. Yeah. Th- How many of these are there? There,
1: There isn't. That's what I'm Right, Jerry, that's my point. Jerry's, Jerry Seinfeld doesn't have one because this is... I mean, Nobody has one. This yeah, is it. Really, really rare. They might have made one or two others. They certainly, it, it offsprung the SCRS, but this car being an original, it, it's too cool. It's too rare. And I agree. John, since we introduced this car a couple of days ago and now... Um, we're capping it essentially uh, and doing the reconciliation on the result. We have gotten all the results from uh, Monterey have trickled in. And I sent you that email. The Mm. numbers are outstanding are are staggering. You know, we're talking about, you know, a lot of this sort of, um, you know, bottom feeder, lower end cars, affordable cars that everyday people like you and I can can sort of afford. all that collector stuff that went through monterey this year set new records and i don't think anybody not even the experts saw the amount of money that went through monterey as as i don't think anybody predicted that that's what's going to happen the results to me seem unbelievable a lot of new water high water marks for certain models um so a rare car like this on an auction site during car week somehow i feel like this is a failure for the consigner.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, compare this car. We also, uh, before the break, talked a little bit about this kind of modern rendition yeah. of a Safari car. Uh, and this thing was just a bad job. You know, it definitely, I mean, Kelly Moss does some amazing stuff. This is not a Kelly Moss car. This is a Valley Motorsports, those guys, right. whoever that is. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe I should know They're who they just are. just a shop. Uh, yeah. But, boy, this, this, this vision... Uh, maybe you know executed yeah. well i don't know technically yeah. i'm sure the car is great but it sure is not something to look at um, well you and
1: i just flirted with this car i thought uh 125 bucks um you were much more uh negative on this car so you said 80 grand the car sold for 118 dollars uh mm. on 46 bids so look at that it got more than twice as many bids as the real one, you know what I mean, yeah. and uh, at one hundred eighteen thousand dollars. So uh, I don't know, is that an interesting result? It's just weird. It, it's a, it's a, it seems like a much more niche car where I'd see like more collectors would want the other car. I, I'm surprised by both results. I'm surprised this actually made it one hundred eighteen, and uh, actually I'm not because the vanity that goes into these things. But that other car, I'm I'm staggered it didn't meet your five hundred grand. You know
0: is the takeaway from this that, you know, and we talked about this a little bit before the break, uh, you know, is it good to be selling a car on a, on a digital auction during car week or just before car week? And my takeaway is, and I don't know if this is accurate and I'm curious to see what our audience thinks. You guys tell us in the comments below, but my take on this is that the big money uh, is usually on BAT. Um, But I think, the big money uh, for that particular week during car week was in Monterey. Yeah. They were, they were on the ground. Uh, they're having a good time uh, and they can't be bothered with something, you know, trying to grab an auction on the phone or whatever they want to, they want to buy the stuff that they can put their hands on and see right in front of them. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's kind of the way uh, that's the way it seems to me. What do you think? Yeah. You to take? small small sample size that we've looked at I I'd, I'd agree with you I, I certainly if I was looking
1: to sell a car online next year I'd want going in to make sure that that auction site wasn't going to run my car during car week I, yeah. I wouldn't want that I, maybe in a couple of weeks leading up to it while people are getting their buying caps on uh but certainly not there I actually think you know that the the handful of people that bought these fancy cars in Monterey The collectors, they got money burning in a hole in pocket. They're showing off for their colleagues, whatever the case may be. I feel like the people that go to Car Week come home inspired. Uh, You know, maybe you saw a car at Car Week and you're like, oh, man, you know, I've always wanted a 924 Carrera GT and Deeb and I saw that silver and red one and it was so cool. Like, I want to find one of those. So, like, I feel like the week's post might be really good. It'll be interesting to see what our predictions look like compared to the results uh in these next few weeks as we sort of the aftermath of uh of Monterey car week everybody going home does, do people have that itch that they feel like they want to run out and buy something before the season's over I would think so I certainly do I come back from a car week there's half dozen cars on my hit list I want to own all of a sudden because I saw one down there and I'm like damn it I've always wanted one of those
0: yeah uh boy this car would be cool if we see it at uh, Lyft called, right? Uh, oh, yeah, that's just coming absolutely. up in a month. I yeah.
1: hope it stays in state. I'd love to see that car. I For didn't sure. make it to the track, so I didn't see it in person when it, when it was on that static display. So I'd love to see this car. Actually, I'd rather see
0: this car on the Professor Run, to be honest. I, <laughs> let's, let's keep it real. Is he going to add a dirt uh, portion to the Professor That'd Run this year? That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. He would. All right, guys. CWA. Right. Uh, What do you guys think of the results? Uh, Would you be cool with selling your car on a digital auction during Car Week when all the big in-person auctions are happening, or do you think that's a bad idea? Like my partner apparently does. Uh, Tell us in the comments below, and uh, make sure you hit the subscribe, like, and notification button. Join the herd by spreading the word. Be a nerd. You know, spread the nerd. I don't know. Share the nerd. Uh, Share the nerd. That's what we want you to do. Um, Thanks, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Get those words!